I can just imagine him in a meeting. You know, yes, this is the contract I've been waiting for. Thank you very much, Steve. Thank you very much, Jerry. And he signs his name, and then he stands up and he says, I'm going to go ahead and have the surgery now. You can't turn the football over 17 times and think you're going to win a game. Can't do it. Won't do it. When it came to the big payday, Dak, you got your money. I mess up his name. I can't even get this. That's a kitty. That's a kitty? That's a kitty. But at the same time, oh, we're going to shackle them in? We're going to take over? <laughs> you are not Diana Prince. This is not the mascara. I saw it coming. That's why I went solo. You'll never see me coming. Somebody said she was looking for me. Here I go. Welcome to every living and breathing intelligent biped on the planet Earth. To this shit. Yo. It's your boy, the man, the myth, the hashtag legend in my own mind. Big day. Talking not only sports, but news of all kinds. Also, welcome to those checking us out on this sick podcast. On Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. And absolutely, I also want to give a shout out to all my sick listeners. Over in Ireland, Hong Kong. Morocco Sweden Portugal Canada Mexico Pakistan Thailand Japan Welcome And Yes These United States Of America I Have to talk about this article that I read on Fox News. It's by Anthony Ferris of Outkick. It's concerning the Miami Heat forward Duncan Robinson and uh, him apparently nearly filling the Kevin Love role of what he refers to and some people refer to as the token white guy for the United States men's basketball team. This article reads as this by Anthony Ferris. Despite mutual interest between team officials and Robinson, USA Basketball opted to roster Keldon Johnson and JaVale McGee as replacements for Kevin Love and Bradley Beal. The turn of events left the sharpshooting Robinson disappointed. Appearing on the Long Shot podcast, Robinson mentioned that Team USA officials contacted him after Bradley Beal was forced out of the Tokyo Games because of health and safety protocols. The reports were somewhat true with everything that happened last week with Brad Bill when Brad was kind of removed from the Olympics and it was clear that he was not going to get to go. They were obviously looking for a filler. The article goes on to say that 
Team USA told Robinson they plan to reach out to players previously connected to the organization to gauge their interests before circling back. And quote, the other guys that they were going to reach out to were guys that already had the option to be on Team USA. So I felt pretty confident that they were going to then turn around and say yes after already saying no. So, he says, I started to think, I maybe there's a chance that this happens. It basically got to the point where like it started to pick up some momentum and it looked like it was going to happen. It was kind of communicated as this. Well, we'll know by the end of the day. Now, the 27-year-old Robinson was ultimately passed over for the spots vacated by Love and Bill and nothing ever materialized, Robinson said. He went on to say, quote, but anyways, it was definitely a letdown to the point of then uh, I had to have that conversation with every one of those individuals of yeah they went a different direction and it's not happening and though he would have jumped at the opportunity to represent America he's using the additional time off to prep for his first summer as an NBA free agent um, he said quote I got really locked in for the end of this month leading into free agency working on my body and working on my game and all these sorts of things so I was good I was at peace with it this is what Robinson said now Robinson won't have the opportunity to bring home the goal but he'll still likely leave the summer with plenty of coin this is by Mr. Uh, uh, Ferris for this uh, what you call it that I'm reading right now Mr. Anthony Ferris and it says after earning 1.7 million in Miami this season Robinson's expected to land a contract that will pay him somewhere between $10 and 15 million per season now, what is not said in this article was the reason why I pulled this story. And Fox put up there that Robinson would not get the role as the token white guy. What do you actually mean by token white guy? Isn't that a bit of reverse racism? Nobody looked at Kevin Love as being the token white guy. Nobody looked at any other player on the team as being the token white guy. Those who are white on the team, because I don't know the whole Olympic team. I just know there's a lot of brothers on there. But there's a couple of um, mm, Caucasian brothers as well so why do we have to come up with this title of being token white guy well let me think when basketball actually first started there were no African American or black basketball players for a long period of time and then all of a sudden there was blacks 
in the NBA or in the ABA back then. And I think uh, one of the first was Wilt Chamberlain. Uh, then you had Lou Alcindor, who became Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You had Oscar Robertson. You had, um, there was a whole bunch of different people that came into the NBA, the ABA. You had Dr. J in the ABA. You had uh, George Gervin in the ABA before becoming the NBA. So, yes, there was a time when I guess you could say there was a token black. I've got to do my research on who was the first black to play basketball in the back then NBA or quote the ABA but nevertheless I want to talk about this description of being token uh Mr. Robinson is a very good athlete Mr. Robinson is going to get paid about 15 million dollars this upcoming season Mr. Robinson is a good 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 athlete not great not yet but a good athlete I believe that Mr. Robinson deserve to be on that Olympic team I mean the Olympic team's coach Greg Popovich well, that's a name, ain't it? Popovich just happens to be, dare I say it, white. They don't call him the token white coach, do they? I know they don't because in BGC Sports Networks, dealing with Coach Popovich, being the uh, head coach of the San Antonio Spurs and when they used to come here to play Dallas Mavericks and uh, the BGC Sports Network was in the house and we used to ask Pop some questions and those of you who know Pop, Pop don't play that so you wouldn't dare call him token white coach so why are we referring to him as token white player just because Kevin Love had to be replaced so that means you're referring to Kevin Love as a token white player this is the same Kevin Love I believe he won a championship with LeBron in Cleveland with the Cleveland Cavaliers it's the same Kevin Love this Kevin Love was a bad boy when he got with the um, uh, Timberwolves when he first came into the league Kevin Love is he's been an all-star so how do you figure he's a token that's like calling Luca a token Luca is not a token Luca is a star just because you may not be a star just yet but you're getting there Mr. Robinson that doesn't make you a token especially on the Olympic team judging how the Olympic team is playing right about now they need Mr. Robinson they need a pure shooter they need Mr. I'm going to get my 15 million next year on my new contract on that team because let's face it right now 
The US of A basketball team looks horrible. They got Greg Popovich's coach. Maybe we need a couple of tokens on there. The Liberty team reached out to JaVale McGee and the other dude, and they were able to get on there. And we know JaVale McGee and the other dude are not, quote unquote, tokens. But they're decent players. They ain't no Mr. Robinson. I, I, you know what? <laughs> I'm saying this because I sort of agree with Mr. Robinson on this one being that he was, you know, of the Caucasian persuasion. And maybe some people look at him like, yeah, he's not up to par with the rest of us, but that's reverse racism, ain't it? The guy is a great player. He's 27 years old. Not great. Very good player. And he's going to do nothing but grow and learn. Why not give him a shot on Olympic team so he can learn a little bit more? For all you know, Mr. Duncan Robinson could be the next Dirk Question, 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 question mark. He could be the next Larry Bird. Question, 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 question mark. I mean, <laughs> he he could become something unbelievable. Something outstanding. He could possibly end up becoming another Oh, dare I say it? I only got a couple of seconds left Another Question, 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 Mike By referring to yourself as a token? Yeah, Duncan, I wouldn't do that you're not anybody's token. You're a very good player. Get ready for the NBA season and do what you got to do. And here's what you do. Show the people that you are not a token. When we come back, I'm going to go more into the Tokyo Olympics. I'm going to talk about the USA men's basketball team. Since I mentioned him in this first segment, we're going to continue this. But this ain't about being a token. This is about losing. We'll discuss it when we come back. Right here on this. Sick. Show. Stay tuned for more This Sick Show with Big Day along the BGC Sports Network. Welcome back to part of this sick show. It's the fourth annual Riverfront Jazz Festival, Labor Day weekend. 
September 3rd through the 5th. Three days on three stages. Featuring Erica Badu, Marion Meadows, Peebo Bryson. Baby, you can't stop the rain from falling. S.O.S. Band We can do it Take your time Do it right We can do it Yeah, yeah Yeah Pete Escovito David Benoit And at least 30 more Artists Are going to be In The House Now If you want tickets To this thing Call the Black Academy Of Arts and Letters At 214-743-2400 That number again is 214-743-2400 Or Call Ticketmaster At 800-754-3000 Or You can go to tball.org And get your tickets right now Not only can you go to tball.org You can also go To the BGC Sports Network BGCSports.net and click on the banner that says Riverfront Jazz Festival and it'll link you right to Ticketmaster or to T-Ball and you'll get your tickets and you'll be well on your way. So make sure you do that not now right now. Alright. Let's get into this little thing called the Olympics and <laughs> what's going on with the United States of America in basketball if you haven't been watching France and Rudy Tootie Go Bear that sounds like a, a used to call it thing back in the day it wasn't ice cream but it was kind of slush mixed with ice cream like a cream slush kind of thing what, is, what the heck was that thing called oh my grandmother used to love it my, my mom used to love it my aunt used to love it. my great grandmother used to love it what else? oh somebody help me help me help me help me help me they were different colors and different tastes wasn't quite ice cream but you know what sherbert sherbert that's what it was. I'm gonna tell my wife to pick up some sherbet. Matter of fact, I'm gonna do that now. Honey, I need some sherbet. Lego. No, I need orange. I like orange. No, no, give me the line. No, no, I don't like the cherry. Give me orange. Let's go with orange, because I like cream, orange cream slushes anyway. Yeah, that. Yeah, get the whole pint. Okay, get a gallon then. Whatever. Just get it. I'm, I'm trying to do a show. Yo, bro. Yo, bro. Alright. Showing out. Alright. Anyway, sorry about that. Rudy <laughs> Gobert, who sounds like a sherbet. 
and the rest of France put it on Team USA and snapped their 25-game win streak. They beat the USA by a score of 83 to 76. It wasn't even that close. This was the first game of the first stages Sunday night. France went on a 16-2 run on the United States. And they came back after the United States was leading 74-73 with about one minute to play. And then France's Gershon Yabusele? Is that right? Y-A-B-U-S-E-L-E. Yabusele. We'll leave it at that. Dove for a ball that was heading out of bounds in the corner, and Yabuselli flicked the ball to Evan Fournier, who hit the go-ahead three-pointer to give France a two-point lead. And on the ensuing possession, the U.S. got a handful of good looks, but were not able to convert. The U.S. decided uh, to only try three-pointers instead of dribbling into the key to tie, or at least tie the game, as Zach Levine. Kevin Durant, J. Rue, Holiday, all missed shots in one possession. Oh my gosh. Okay. Why is Zach Levine? Why is Kevin Durant? Who's been through this situation many times? Who's won? How many championships? Two, three. Why is Kevin Durant not have the one? Hmm. I'm starting to get a little headache here because this is really ticking me off. Three of your top players can't dribble in, get fouled, go to the foul line and hit it, tie it up, go ahead and win it. I mean, what the? Uh. Evan Fournier led France with 28 points and 4 rebounds as Rudy Sherbert Gobert added 14 points and 9 rebounds. Why don't we see that when you in the regular season, Sherbert Gobert? Jeru Holiday or Jeru Holiday or whatever you want to call him. Fresh off an NBA Finals victory with the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, I'm sorry. Congratulations, Milwaukee. Because I thought the Suns were going to win. I did say the Suns were going to win. And I'm going to eat crow for saying that the Suns were going to win. Congratulations. Giannis Antetokounmpo. And Chris Middleton, J. Rue, and the rest of the Milwaukee Bucks. Congratulations. Brooke Lopez, congratulations. Okay, where was I at? Lost my place there. Um, Holiday led Team USA with 18 points. Team USA hadn't lost an Olympic game since 2004 against Argentina, which I remember back in 2004 when that happened, and it was horrible. We had been on like a 
the 100-year winning streak. And then the USA lost. And he finished with three losses in Athens, Greece. And they ended up getting the bronze medal 2004. Absolutely sucked for the United States concerning basketball. I do not want to remember 2004. But we hadn't lost a game since then. And now we turn around and we lose this game, the first game. Now, USA has a chance to bounce back on Wednesday against Iran. They finished their group play against the Czech Republic on Saturday and France plays the Czech Republic on Wednesday and Iran on Saturday. And the top two games from Group A advance to the knockout round. Folks, all you United States athletic and Olympic fans, hear ye, hear ye, hear me. We're in trouble. We're in trouble. I, I, I can't put it no other way. We might not even get a medal this year. ugly I, I watched part of that game the United States is playing some ugly ball right now and we know it all boils down to chemistry they right now can't find their chemistry and right now is not the time to be trying to figure out who needs to go where and who needs to go with who and who has the chemistry and who don't this is not the time this is put up as they used to say or shut up time we might not even get a bronze we can't go up against Iran thinking that they are the underdogs I don't know who we have in the NBA that's from Iran but it doesn't matter these people are playing ball year round and they have gotten better each year that's why some of them are getting uh, uh, drafted into the NBA they're playing ball year round look at Luka Doncic Luka comes into the NBA he is a rookie by NBA standards but Luka's not a rookie Luka been playing a long time I think they said since he was 16 years old he been playing semi-professional ball and everything he learned over there, he studied the NBA. He put it to work over when he was playing overseas. And now he's in the NBA looking like he's the best thing since sliced bread. Like he's the best thing since adding pepperoni to a cheese pizza. Luca has taken the NBA by storm. LeBron James, Ribble, as I called him. You know that's his name now, is Ribble. When we were at um, 
Where were we at? We were at Sidelines Restaurant in Arbor, Oklahoma, Sidelines Sports Grill, and we were doing the live broadcast. It was the grand opening, and they were talking about uh, when uh, the the NBA took a stand against the COVID and everything, and then they had to run it by LeBron. And then, you know, I'm like, run it by LeBron? That's Ribble. Ribble? Anyway, I digress. Ribble, as I call him, is Luca's favorite player in the NBA. He somewhat patterns his game after Ribble. Well, I'm going to tell you now. Luca is a better shooter. Hands down than Ribble. The United States is in trouble. We got so many people on the team. Dame time, I think Dame time is 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 on the tape. Oh, by the way, that's not original. Dame. My last name is Day, and back when I played ball back in high school and college, when I would you know score thirty eight. 40, 42, whatever it was I was scoring. They used to write the articles that said data. It was data. I'm just saying. Dame time? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it rhymes with game and dame and dame got game. I got you. I ain't trying to hate on you. I'm just saying it, it, it ain't original. Somebody probably had it before I did. They probably came up with that same thing, analogy or whatever. But I'm just letting you know. I'm the OJ when it comes to that one. I got off subject again. I'm getting old. This is what getting old is like. I understand now. I used to think my grandfather was losing his mind. I used to think my uncle Uncle Richard would lose his mind. He was losing his mind. I understand now. I understand. Back to what I was talking about. You've got teams like France who have been playing year round. Rudy Gobert plays in the NBA. Of course, he moves or tries to move at the speed of the NBA, and he does. He plays, he does great, uh, does a good job for Utah. But the thing about it is, He's bringing that experience over to France and then France best the United States in their own game that we came up with hundreds of years ago. We're in trouble. Kevin Durant is not your leading scorer but Jaru or Jaru or Drew or just Rue is your leading scorer we're in trouble you got Zach Levine who can jump out of the gym Zach Levine could jump over all five players at one time Zach Levine should be taking it to the hell every time not selling for three pointers we're in trouble Coach Greg Popovich 
an excellent coach. I take nothing away from his coaching ability. I think it's a chemistry issue. We're in trouble. It's not Greg's fault. It's not Coach Pop's fault. It's chemistry, but we are in trouble. We might not win a game. If we do, hooray. But if we don't, you can just kiss it goodbye. Because we won't meddle. It'll be a battle for third again. And guess what? Even if we get to battle for the bronze, huh, we, we, we might not make it. We, I don't believe we can lose two games and come back and you go out to the knockout round. Knockout means you out of there. So as far as the United States in basketball, we might be kissing it goodbye. It's the end of the world as we know it. I <laughs> hate to be the bearer of bad news, but when we come back, I got one more thing to talk about at the Tokyo Olympics. I want to talk about this dude that gave 200%. We're going to talk about it, so don't go anywhere. Make sure you keep it locked right here on the BGC Sports Network and to this sick show. Or else. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more This Sick Show with Big Day along the BGC Sports Network. What I like about the show, I love the realness of the show and the integrity of the topics. You show us that uh, the show's not fabricated. You show that the information that you give is real. I love it. Thank you very much for that shot out. And can I say from the bottom of my huge heart, because I have cardiomyopathy, which makes it a bigger heart. Those Some of you will understand. It went over people's head, but it doesn't matter. Welcome back to this sick part train of this show. Twice the sports, twice the analysis, and twice the access on Alexa by saying, Alexa, start the BGC Sports Network. Or, now you can say, Alexa, start the BGC Sports Network too. Any way you say it, catch us live or catch the replay. Now, there's two ways to stay locked in. To the fastest growing streaming sports network station in the world. We are the BGC Sports Network. As a matter of fact, I got to take a jab at the so-called station that changed their name and their 
call sign and I was riding down the street one day and I heard them say like it sounded like me they said you are listening to no that's not what they said they said we are the blankety blank blank sports network I was like what the how you gonna bite off of us but I understand we've been around for more than eight years now I understand we've been making some noise in the community I understand that we were at the big 12 media day with flags and banners flying high I understand that we were able to get uh, a, a bunch of people from you know Dave Campbell's um and also from the Longhorn Network to sit down with us and have a talk. I understand we're at grand openings at the Sideline Sports Grill in Ardmore, Oklahoma. I understand that we broadcast live from TJ's Catfish and Wings, which is going through renovation right now. But when they come back, we're going to be doing a whole lot of stuff. We're even going to have a domino tournament over at TJ's Catfish and Wings. All that is coming up. I understand why you would bite off of us. They say imitation is the best form of flattery. Thank you. We are very flattered at your imitation. Now it's time for the real to take over. Norway's Christian Blumenfeld took home the gold medal in the men's triathlon event at the Tokyo Olympics on this past Sunday and he showed just how grueling that competition can be. Mr. Blumenfeld swam and he rode and he ran his way to victory in Tokyo. He narrowly held off Britain's Alex Yee and New Zealand's Hayden Wilde. Blumenfeld was in a group of about 40 athletes who came off the bike leg before the group narrowed down to about three competitors. And this is according to Reuters and the Fox News Network. The long event appeared to take a toll on Mr. Blumenfeld as he crossed the finish line. He fell to the ground and he began to up chuck before having to be carried off in a wheelchair. He said he needed a good jump on some of his quicker rivals. He told Reuters this, quote, I don't really have the leg speed if it came down to the carpet against these guys. So I knew I had to drag it out from about five minutes away and go really, really hard and all out. And hopefully it would be enough to break them. 
it was a great feeling to realize I got a little gap in parts of Japan on that day had temperatures to soar above 100 degrees this was Mr. Blumenfeld's first Olympic gold medal here's what I want to talk about you have this gentleman who is a triathlete but he admittedly says I'm not as fast in the final leg as some other people so I started a few minutes early because I knew that was the only way I was even going to be considered for the gold because I know what's in me I know what I have and I've got to give more than my very best we always use 100% to show that is the top to show that that is the mark that we're all trying for but can I tell you something right now this man gave more than 100% this man gave I'm gonna say 200% this man could not run anymore he ran as hard as he could and he fell out at the finish line I would dare to say this man's life was probably hanging in the balance but he wanted to win no matter what I don't care if I cramp up at the end I don't care if I have any breath at the end I don't care if sweat is pouring into my eyes and the salt is burning my eyes and I'm screaming and yelling I don't care that I can't even breathe I don't care that everything or anything that is in my stomach is going to come up I just got to win I'm saying this because it stands as a testimony to the way we all should be pursuing life and God oh I said it. you knew it was coming you knew it was coming you felt it this is the way we should be pursuing the most high God because we might be able to get 100% of, out of ourselves, but he can do things exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or even think I know you're saying I didn't. I knew he was gonna start preaching at some point. Well, guess what? That's because honestly, outside of the BGC Sports Network, I am a preacher. Oh, I'm sorry to bust your bubbles. I'm sorry if you're just tuning in for the first time. But this is who I am, and you can say, "Oh, you're just preaching rhetoric, and you're just talking. You don't know what you're talking about." This man, Mr. Blumenfeld, showed us that we have within us the ability to rise above 100%, and we have the tenacity 
to see it through to the very end. Yes, it might kill us. It might make us throw up. It may have us in a position where we never wanted to be. But at the end of the day, it's going to get us to the mark. It got him to the goal. This man ain't never want to go. He been running for years. He ain't never want to go. Until now. Now, (laughs) gold is the standard going forth for him. Anything less than that? It it, it just ain't going to mount. It ain't going to mount to nothing. Anything less than God? It ain't going to mount to nothing. I'm I'm sorry, people. I just, I'm watching this world that we are in right now. And I'm watching how much more crazy it is getting out there. And how much more people are pushing and trying to find everything and anything other than God. We must do better. We must do better because number one, Father Time is undefeated. All of us, the older we get, the more we need to be pushing towards the mark, the more we need to be working on an exit strategy. I don't know about you, but when it's all said and done, I want to make sure that I gave my all. No, I want to make sure that I gave my 150%. Nay, I want to make sure that I gave 200%. That's double of what I would have given just to my things, my priorities. That other percent, that other 100%, That's in the pursuit of God Your first 100% Is in the pursuit of happiness The other 100% That's Trying to get to God That's trying To get to your gold standard That's trying To get to the finish line No matter What it takes I applaud Mr. Blumenfeld I feel Mr. Blumenfeld He did what he had to do To make it Till the end There's a saying in the church And we're going to run on and see what the end going to be Well guess what This man ran on To the end Of this particular journey This man got a gold medal in the Olympics. He wasn't even expected to win. People knew what he was capable of, but they didn't know what he was capable of. They didn't know he was going to reach down and pull out that extra 100%. I can imagine running all those miles, going through all those things, going through the swimming and everything that he went through and was behind a little bit. He found that other gear. He found the tenacity. He found the get up and go. He found the want to. To reach his destination. How many people. 
are going to reach their destination because they found the drive, the tenacity, and the want to. And how many people are not going to make it for the simple fact of this? They've already given up before they even started. I'm just saying. This man is a testimony. He He's a testimony to not just sports, but individuals who are seeking to be more than themselves. Individuals that are seeking for more than just what's in this world. Individuals who are seeking and trying to find the most high. Mr. Blumenfeld, we salute you. Mr. Blumenfeld, we thank you. Mr. Blumenfeld, we felt you. I'm done. I want to thank everybody who tuned in. Coming up next, the hashtag brother of baseball himself, Mr. Willie F. Ting Jr., Keep it in tune right here to the BGC Sports Network. And make sure you come back next week. And you can listen on this sick podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, and all of those. But make sure, more than anything, that you tune in to this sick